0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. B-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. Hurts, E in, first down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles.
0: Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered, powered by Believe Podcast Network and sponsored by BetOnline.ag, the best sports betting website around. Remember, use promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V. They will match your initial deposit up to 50%. We're winning big this season, this football season on BetOnline.ag, and we want you to join the fun with us. So we're giving you that promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V. They'll match your initial deposit up to 50%. And of course, mental health is incredibly important for us. So we partnered with BetterHelp.com, and our promo link is BetterHelp.com slash Eagles, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, 10% off your first month of mental ha- uh, mental therapy. Take advantage of that as well. Co-host Connor Miles, my co-host Ed Kras, as always. And Ed, it seems like the Eagles are treating this Jets game. Now, this might be an unfair criticism because they have a lot of injuries, but it seems like they're treating this chess game like a mini buy and just giving these guys like, hey, you know, it's not the end of the season. This game has no playoff implications. Jalen Carter's ankle got banged up in practice. It's fine. We'll rest him. Darius Slade's not feeling the greatest. It's fine. We'll rest him. Justin Evans needs to be put on IR because he has lingering injury issues. That's fine. Put him on IR. It, it just seems that's what it's going with this game. A lot of guys aren't going to be playing for the Eagles. They're going to be undermanned versus the Jets, but it doesn't seem to be too much panic or worry
1: about it. So um, am I right with thinking that they're treating this like a mini buy? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Uh, It'll be really interesting to see once the schedule, you know, once you start playing, you know, the Bills and the 49ers and the Seahawks and the Cowboys and the Chiefs, you know, once you start playing those teams, it'll be interesting to see, you know, their injury list. Uh, But right now I would say that, you know, here we are in the middle of October and if Carter's ankle's not right, okay, well, let's give him a little rest because, you know, we got to be playing into the middle of January here. We still have three months to go. Uh, So sure. We don't want any long-term injuries or, you know, we don't want anything to linger. It's the same with Sidney Brown. I mean, he's missed two games with a hamstring and I talked to him after the game, he hurt it in, in Tampa. And he, he said it was fine. They just want to be cautious. And it is a long season. So if, if, You know, you you don't want these injuries to linger. You don't want them to get any worse. So, you know, that's I think more has to do with it is, you know, they're looking at the big picture here. But it'll be interesting to see if guys are nicked up when they're playing the Chiefs on Monday night or the Cowboys on Sunday night. If, you know, they say, okay, listen, the big game, we got to get you out there. Let's shoot it up with whatever we do or tape it up, however we handle it. Um, Because right now, yeah, it seems like, you know, maybe they are, thinking, hey, we're going to roll the jets here. Um, and it's, I, listen, no game is ever easy, especially for the Eagles. You know, they've been challenged every, every game this year. They haven't had a whole lot of breathers. Um, and the jets are playing better. You know, Zach Wilson is playing better. He's last two games. He's completed over 70% of his throws. He's, uh, Two touchdowns, one interception in those two games. The team's one and one in those two games. And the only loss was 23-20 to the Chiefs. So maybe he's finding his footing a little bit. and Maybe this game will be a little more challenging than maybe the Eagles think.
0: Uh, I'm more worried about their defense than I am their offense. Uh, the, especially that, that offensive line is in shambles right now for the Jets. Yes, uh, this is- if I'm the Eagles, this is the game where I'm like, you know what, we can we can rest a couple guys because I I think our defensive line, even without Sheldon Carter, is going to destroy the Jets, yeah, uh, and take advantage of their their biggest glaring weakness and also their top corners are hurt, or yeah. may not play. Uh, DJ Reed's officially out. Sauce right. Carter is dealing with an illness. Um, AJ Brown, Ed, I don't know if you know this, he's on a historic pace right now. Mm-hmm. He would be the third wide receiver all time in the Hall of Fame era of football to have. 125 plus receiving yards in the first four of the teams. I mean, excuse me, four out of the team's first six games during Stallworth, uh, John Stallworth and Andre Risen. That's how that's how rare that is that those guys back then have completed it and nobody has since. And AJ mm-hmm. Brown has an opportunity. So does Tyreek Hill, just to be fair, Tyree Kill has an opportunity to do the same thing this week with the Dolphins. But the fact that AJ Brown the is able to do so and and now they have DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner out. I think I think AJ Brown's Get this uh this mark. I think he's gonna repeat this historic market, get that 125 yards versus the Jets. So I guess I'm looking at this game, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is a game where I can rest a couple guys, the Jets are under man, and I I hear what you're saying about Zach Wilson, but uh, that Broncos game was really the defense, they only have one offensive touchdown. It, it wasn't that an impressive game on the on the Jets offensive side, it's really their defense that came to play, and they have some good pass rushers and Will McDonald and Jermaine Johnson. Uh so that defense is really there to play. And Robert Sala has that group uh, humming. I just think make a chaos for Zach Wilson by pressuring him, and you're fine.
1: Well, absolutely. Um, You know, uh, and, and on the other side, that Jets defense, as vaunted as it is, stinks against the run. I mean, they're the 29th ranked team in stopping the run. The Eagles are the first ranked team in stopping the run, and they have the second ranked rushing offense. So, the Eagles are going to try to run the ball in this game, and I think the Jets are too, you know, with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. And I know they shredded the Broncos last week on the ground 250-plus yards, but that's the Broncos. You know, the Eagles defense is a whole different animal. But I still think the Jets are going to try to run it with Hall and Cook, and the Eagles are going to try to run it uh, because their run defense stinks. And, you know, I think Hertz had a great rushing game last week, best of the season, 72 yards, 15 carries, touchdown. I could see Hertz having another big game on the ground, but you have to be careful with Hertz. This is a Jets team that has taken cheap shots before, especially against him in the past in a preseason game. We saw on the sideline, they hit him way out of bounds. The turf in MetLife Stadium isn't the best. You know, Hertz hurt his ankle there two years ago playing against the Giants. Uh, now they've since replaced it, but then Aaron Rodgers goes out game one this year and tears his Achilles on it, so... I don't know how good the turf is even after replacing it so you have to be mindful of that with Jalen Hurts and you got to use your running backs. You know, Nick Sirianni said they're having a hard time finding carries for Boston Scott. I mean, and they want to get him involved. But right now, this is an offense that has DeAndre Swift and Kenny Gainwell, and those two guys are going to be used a lot and I could even see maybe Boston Scott, but I think this is a big run game for the Eagles against this Jets defense that gets a lot of pub, but people forget they stink against the run and the Eagles are very good at running the, the ball. And then on the other side, like you said, they're going to put some heat on on uh, Zach Wilson. You know, they're starting a right tackle. Elijah Vera Tucker is out with a Achilles, I think it was. He tore last week, so he's done, former first-round pick. And now I think they're going to start this kid, Max Mitchell, second year in the league, made five starts last year, hasn't started at all this year. And, you know, listen, if Assan Reddick doesn't have a multi-sack game again, then you know something is wrong because I think Reddick is going to eat Max Mitchell for lunch and dinner and get at least two sacks. So yeah, you're right. They're gonna they're gonna come after Wilson. He's going to have to get the ball out quickly, um, and we'll, we'll see how the Eagles manage. No Darius Slay. Uh, you know, I talked to Eli Ricks in the locker room, and he got his first 13 snaps uh, against the uh, Rams last week, mostly in the slot, all in the slot. Uh, this this week, he said he's been working on the outside exclusively, so everybody thinks Josh Job's going to be the guy that's going to fill in for uh, Darius Slay. but you know we could see some Eli Ricks in there, too.
0: Yeah, this is off-topic a little bit, but you can make a legitimate yeah. case that Jalen Carter's been the Eagles' best defensive player this year, and that's fair, yeah. and I'll listen to it, but I really think it's been Josh Sweat. I think Josh sweat has been the best Eagles' defensive player this year so far, and I know the numbers and the sack numbers don't suggest it, but uh, he's always there. He's yeah. always around the quarterback. He's always creating havoc, and I think this is another game. Even at left tackle, the Jets aren't even set at left tackle. Their whole entire offensive line is in complete shambles, and the Eagles are going to take advantage of it. And you're right. This is the game where you really want to say, all right, Hassan, you woke up last game. The cast is off. You're looking great. Let's see it again this week against that Max Mitchell guy, this guy you haven't even heard of. You don't even have film on. Let's let's watch you just destroy him and get a multi-stack game against Zach Wilson because as soon as they get guys in Zach Wilson's face, the interceptions are going to come regardless if there is Slay is there or not. And if the Eagles win the turnover battle, all they gotta do is run the ball out, and they control time possession, like you're saying. So that's exactly how I see this game going. I see it going exactly like that. Uh, I love what Fletcher Cox, you know, took what Robert Salas said against Jalen Hurts, his quarterback. So he said, "We're gonna give Brees Hall eleven kisses" because Brees Hall has arrived. He's back. He's he's officially back from injury. That Denver game was insane. He completely went off. I know what he did against Buffalo, but uh, and there's last, it looks like Nathaniel Hackett was struggling to get a, a sense of how to use him. Uh, but it looks like that's changed now after that Denver game. So it's gonna be a tough test to stop Brees Hall. I'm not really worried about Dalvin Cook; more worried about Brees Hall. Uh, but eleven kisses, what Fletcher Cox said he's got to give them. So yeah. I believe they will. I mean, again, this is number one run, run defense for a reason. I think this is the best caliber running back they face, though. I think this is their biggest test out of all the running backs they faced so far this season. It's been Stevenson. Um, it's been Madison for the Vikings. It's it's been uh Ty- Kyron Williams for the Rams. Is- Really, their best up to this point because Ricard White's okay with the Bucks, but this is the real test. And those guys did test. nothing. They, they, yeah, they did nothing did. against Absolutely this
1: defense. Um, now, Jalen Carter's a big reason too. And you talk about Josh Sweat. I mean, him and Sweat or uh, Carter and Sweat are tied for uh, the most pressures, quarterback pressures on the team with 25. And the Eagles are tied with the 49ers as a team for the most pressures in the NFL. They each have 90 quarterback pressures, which is insane. And you think 50 of them came from just two players on the Eagles. So um, they're going to miss Carter a little bit. But, again, I think they can handle this Jets offense without Jalen Carter. I, I hate not Jalen Carter not playing because I love to watch this kid play. I mean, he's he's been my favorite part of this season, you know, regardless of the record or whatever you want to say, has been a, your favorite part of the season. To me, it's been watching Jalen Carter because you just don't see – Uh, in an Eagles uniform, guys like this doing the things he's doing with the way he's able to move laterally and then his burst after he moves laterally to get into the backfield, the way he uses his hands. I mean, he's just really, really fun to watch. There have been games this year where I've just taken my binoculars out, sitting in the press box, and I've just watched Jalen Carter. I'm not watching where the ball's going or anything else. I'm just watching him play because he's fun to watch play. So I'm going to miss not seeing him on the field this weekend. And I hope it's a short-term thing and he's back out there against the Dolphins next week on Sunday Night Football. Um, But I think they can get through this game uh, without Jalen Carter. Uh, And, you know, getting back to A.J. Brown, like you said, Quez Watkins isn't playing again. This hamstring that has cost him two games already is now going to cost him a third. It just uh, just doesn't seem to heal. Um, So A.J. Brown has had a fantastic last three games. There's no question about that. Uh, Maybe the only person that can stop him is Devontae Smith, his own teammate, because he'll take some catches away from him. And I have a story coming out on AJ Brown. I asked a couple players and I asked AJ in the locker room this week, if he's unstoppable right now, is he in this zone where he just feels unstoppable? So I have that story that's going to be coming out on SI.com sometime later, Saturday afternoon. So um, he's just been tremendous, but here's the thing. And talking to him in the locker room on Friday, he said, you know, uh, that he doesn't think sauce Gardner is going to cover just him because Gardner doesn't travel. And he says, and you know, I think he goes, and I like sauce Gardner, but usually when guys don't travel, that's a sign that they aren't as good as some people might think. Because you see Slay travel with the top receiver. Gardner stays rooted to one side. So are the Eagles going to match up A.J. against him or Devontae? They'll probably give him a lot of both. But either way, I think this is going to be a big game for Devontae Smith. I think A.J. Brown might struggle to go over 100 yards this week if he does. Amazing, uh, because he has been unstoppable. But but I think they get Devontae Smith involved in this game. And I think it's a 100-yard game for Devontae Smith
0: hey you're you're expecting the eagles to do well on offense run the ball yeah. well and get 100 yards with Devontae spencer so you're what what's your score prediction then
1: well i think the eagles will go more like it'll be like a 27 to 16 type game i think they'll they'll win this game uh you know i think they put up 27 they're averaging 28 and a half you know uh maybe they fall just a little bit short of that but you know this is an offense that's put up over 400 yards of offense the last couple of weeks and I know this Jets defense is pretty good and they did some good things against the Chiefs, but I think the Eagles are, uh, you know, they have some really good players at some really good positions to take advantage of this Jets defense, especially uh, on the offensive line where they're, you know, two Hall of Famers and Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, who, by the way, is making his 145th straight start, which will set the team record uh it was funny trying to talk to him about that this week in the locker room he's like i'm not talking about it not that i'm superstitious but i'm not talking about it then a few minutes later someone else tried to ask and he's like i have no idea what you're talking about so he does not want to get into this record setting start for him because he knows there's more starts ahead and he doesn't want to get hurt um so credit to him for you know kind of not wanting to jinx it but yeah, you know, this offensive line is so good. And I know the Jets have a good defensive front, but again, it can be run on. Teams have run against it, and the Eagles have a good running game. So I expect them to exploit that.
0: I'll be shocked if the Jets get more than 13. Uh Zach will truthfully, Zach Wilson has been getting better in his standards, though. He's been getting better. Not yeah. in I-, I wouldn't put it in NFL standards. He's getting better. You can tell the Jets still to have a quarterback problem if Aaron Rodgers comes back or not. They're gonna have a quarterback problem. So I expect the Eagles' defense, even without Darius Slay, and with the confusion that they have at safety right now. I mean, they have seven corners on the roster. Isn't that insane? Seven corners on the fifty-three man roster. That's mm-hmm. unheard of. So you, I wonder if I wonder if they're gonna start cross training guys. It's like hey, Keely Ringo, you know? And
1: well, they already are cross training Keely at safety. I mean, he's getting safety. Uh, work during practice so they are cross-training him for sure at safety he's a big dude man you see him in the locker room he he looks like you know he, he could be an edge I thought record.
0: coming out yeah I thought coming out he was gonna be a safety to be honest with you I didn't because yeah. he just he reminds me so much of Razul Douglas and now that that's not a bad thing because Rasul Douglas is a great starter for the Packers now so if you want to go through that development with him and it ends up working out like that then that'd be perfect but he just reminded me of a safety in college because he doesn't really have you know the corner skills you need to cover in this league, but he he could sure as hell play safety. He could tackle well. Um, He can intercept the ball well too. So, yeah, I mean, if that, if that ends up being that, so be it. Can, uh, can you imagine that three safeties being uh, going in the Eagles futures, Reed Blankenship, Keely Ringo and Sidney uh, Brown, that'd be something. Mm-hmm. But uh, they had no choice but to the cross train them as well either, Ed, because they're so bare in the cupboard at safety
1: right now. Well, I mean, listen, uh, the Carolina Panthers are, said to be having a fire sale, and Jeremy Chin is apparently on the it. block. And the Eagles love Jeremy Chin coming out of college. They wanted to draft him. The board just didn't fall the way they had hoped it would to get him. But I wouldn't be surprised if they – well, I'm sure they've already made a call, but I wouldn't be surprised if they find a way to acquire someone like Jeremy Chin from the Carolina Panthers who are, are in a total rebuild. This, this game with Miami today, and it's a shame because one of my concerns about Eagles-Jets is – Maybe peeking ahead to this big game next Sunday night, which could be a Super Bowl preview, Eagles, Dolphins. Um, I don't think they will. The Eagles are pretty good at staying focused, but the Dolphins basically have a bye today, uh, Sunday. You know, they're playing the Panthers, winless, hapless, 0, and, 0 and 5, soon to be 0 6. So, you know, they're going to have this fire sale. Brian Burns could be had. I don't think the Eagles would go for that, but Jeremy Chin is somebody to keep an eye on because, like you said, their their safety position is is thin. They put Justin Evans on IR. Uh, this week, Sidney Brown is still questionable. So you have Terrell Edmonds and Reed Blankenship, and you'll probably elevate uh, Tristan McCollum. But, you know, it's a it's a thin group, and they need to make some kind of move, and chin makes sense. I don't know what the Panthers would want, but the Eagles are going to have four comp picks, probably four comp picks next year because they lost so many free agency or free agents. Uh, and they have two num- number two picks, two, two second-round picks. So they've got ammunition to kind of meet what Carolina would want for for Chin. And I think the Eagles should do it. I mean, he can play slot. In fact, he's listed as a slot corner on the Carolina Panthers depth chart. chart. You can, play you can play anything. He can play anything. He's a hybrid linebacker. I mean, this guy would be such a lift for this defense to come in. And I think, I think how he's going to try to make it happen. I really do.
0: Oh, I think it's going to happen. I'm actually... 95 percent sure that trade is going to happen, oh, and the reason wow, okay. being is the the Panthers aren't even playing Jeremy Chin anymore. They, right. He's starting to fall on a favor with, and again, it's a new co- people yeah, he People not fit the scheme,
1: they, know right. they're, they're they always scheme. think
0: it's an indictment of the player. That's not an indictment of the player. That's an indictment of, uh, hey, we brought a new coaching staff in here, and he's not fitting what the coaching staff wants in their safeties. And they they signed Von Bell this offseason. They have Xavier Woods there too. Um, they they have a bunch of corners. They can, they can move on from Jeremy Chin to be just fine, and it's not going to take much to do so because. They're not playing him. He played, right. I think I think he played 18 snaps last week, Ed. <laughs> I think mean, they clearly mm-hmm. don't see a future with Jeremy Chin. And if it's not Jeremy Chin, it's gonna be Jalen Mills. The Patriots clearly don't see a future with Jalen Mills either. They he played 10 snaps last week and complained about it on social media, which is a big Patriots no-no. So yeah. there's gonna be a lot of I know everybody's focused on Buddha Baker. I know Justin Simmons is a name that's out there now. I'm not sure the Broncos are probably going to want something good for Justin Simmons. He's a franchise tag caliber player each year for them, so uh, I'm not sure how that's going to go. But so I don't I don't think he's going to want to pay the prime. He hasn't paid a prime price for safety and hardly ever. Either signs one for free agency or he gives up a a fifth round pick to the Saints. Like it's not something that you're giving up a high value pick for. And I think Jeremy Chin from the Panthers, you're not going to be giving up a high-value pick. for. you are probably get him for a fifth-round pick, that conditional fit that becomes a fourth if he plays a certain amount of snaps. So I think that trade is actually the one that's going to be the most likely to happen. And yeah. the huge reason why, out of all the names that we mentioned there, is because of the versatility. He's played more nickel corner than he's played safety in the NFL. So they yeah. love that versatility.
1: Yeah, and the contract situation I think is pretty good. I think he's still on his rookie deal for another year. Last
0: year of his rookie deal, yeah
1: uh so i mean that's a favorable favorable thing like Buddha baker costs a lot of money the cardinals would have to pick some of that up or there would have to be something done because he just makes too much money that how he wants to probably spend and maybe they'll bring chin in he's still young maybe they give him a a pretty good contract uh at the end of the year but listen they got to make the deal first before we even right. go but that that to me is another thing in the favor is the contract situation is is pretty good to get jeremy chin and like you said, man, they need safeties, and you know, to me, he's he's one of the one of the very good ones in the league.
0: Of course I want Buda Baker, and I love Buda Baker, he's a great player, but I've grown to convince myself every time this Buda Baker rumors come up, or anybody mentions Eagles trading for Buda Baker, to convince myself the Cardinals don't want to deal with the Eagles, man. <laughs> after after this the backle of this offseason with hiring Jonathan Gannon, I'm sure there's some there's some blood there and the Eagles getting that third round pick for the uh what the Cardinals did to get John Degan to hire John Degan. I don't, I, I don't think they want to deal with the, I mean, that's just me thinking that, but I don't, I don't think the Cardinals want to deal with the Eagles or at least do them a favor by giving them Buddha Baker at a reasonable price either. So yeah, I'm not
1: sure the Eagles want to deal with the Cardinals. I mean, there's a lot of guys from the Eagles that are now in.
0: I, I'm going to be honest with you, Ed. Let's, let's rewind real quick. Uh, this is, I know it's off topic, but do you think, cause I think there was a legit, Anger with Jonathan Gannon after this happened. Not the fact that he pretty much tampered and talked to the Cardinals about their job when the Eagles were focused for a Super Bowl. I think it was the fact that the did, Eagles didn't give a chance to even talk to Nick Rallis about the defensive coordinator spot. Gannon pretty much guaranteed him a play-calling job right off the bat. And he took it. He jumped at it. But yeah. I think the Eagles would have liked to talk to Nick Rallis because he's doing a great job in Arizona this year. I'll, I'll tip my hat to him. He's calling the plays for defense this year. It's so funny. Whenever the Cardinals lose or and it's something to do the defense or something's wrong with their defense, Eagles fans always mock John DeGannon. He's not even calling the plays. It's Nick Rallis. But Nick Rallis is doing a phenomenal, in my opinion, to take on a team that's going through such a rebuilding phase with no-name guys on defense. Because there's not really – if you look at their defense on paper, if if you were an Eagles fan and knew who Kaiser White was, you're having a hard time naming the rest of the guys on the Cardinals defense. Other than Kayvon Wallace, too, because Kayvon Wallace is playing pretty well for them as well. Yep. But Nick Rouse is doing a great job. So I think the Eagles would like to talk to him. And they didn't get a chance to because of all the promises that could have been made behind closed doors. I mean, once you tell a guy, hey, if I hire you, you're going to be calling plays for me. He's probably jumping at that opportunity because he might not get it anywhere else. And the Eagles didn't get a chance to talk to him. That looks like that could have been something that they would have wanted to.
1: So Buda Baker's out. You know, yeah. another under, underrated need for this team to me is a wide receiver. I mean, oh, one hundred percent. not the answer. He's not. He was supposed to have a big year last year. His deal can't get on the field. When he gets on the field, he makes bad decisions like that. Failed ability to pick up a first down last week. I mean, you know, and now Jerry Judy could be had. I think in Denver. I don't know again what's going to take to get a Jerry Judy. He's certainly not lived up to his his hype. But you know, he or- will get Balmer. For-
0: I would love that. Just to hey. You know, you're struggling in the NFL so far. Why don't we get you back at your college quarterback, your college yeah. wide receiver that you spend time with and and get you into a groove where you're the fourth option on offense? Where you get, I, I'm sure he would love that, but yeah, there's, there's mean, teams like the Panthers. There's teams like that actually, Colts that need wide receivers. I think they would just in the Eagles.
1: Yeah, probably the Cowboys. You know, listen, this is a guy you can say, hey, this is going to be your role. You're going to be our slot guy, okay? And you're going to play at least 50% of the snaps, okay? You're going to stretch the field for us, and we're going to throw you the ball. Uh, in this offense, because Jalen Hurts is your former college quarterback, so you will have a role. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, Hunter Renfro is another guy, but he makes a lot. You know, again, his contract is a liability. Um, yeah, but
0: the reports were the Raiders are really need money on that because
1: they're trying to actively yeah. move him. So if they're going
0: to try to actively move him, they're going to have to eat something. There's, eat a lot. I would of love stuff him
1: because that contract's ridiculous. Yeah, um, I would love
0: him. Just for the fact that he can man the slot position, he doesn't complain, he doesn't need to be the center of attention. But the reason why, Ed, that you think wide receiver is such a big of a need and I why I agree with you is because the Eagles have no counter to when a team takes one of their options away. They struggle to get to that. I know against the Rams, they took away Devontae Smith and that was easier to unfold with Dallas Goddard's game and A.J. Brown doing what he was doing. But that was like the one game I thought, wow, they actually had a counter to when a team took away one of their players because the Rams took away Devontae Smith purposely. They didn't want anything big, big downfield. So they mm-hmm. they honed in on Devontae Smith, and that's why Dallas Goddard and AJ Brown did what they did. But in previous games, they would take away Dallas Goddard, and the offense would be in straight chaos confusion because it's much harder to complete the ball downfield than it is to complete these medium gains with Dallas Goddard in an open field, and defenses were taking that away from them. And the Eagles were having such a hard time finding those counters in in games. So mm-hmm. I think a wide receiver three that can you know be the caliber of Hunter Renfro or um I'm there's there's tons of guys out there that they could probably trade for to be honest with you. But if they just get a, a solid wide receiver three that can command a little bit of attention, uh, that opens up so much more what they can do on offense. And they just don't have that guy because I'm telling you right now it's not Oz either. In my opinion, it's not Oz Zacchaeus. I think no. he's a wide receiver four, and that's and there's nothing wrong with that. But he's doesn't besides that touchdown versus Tampa, he's not really done anything impressive.
1: No. You're, yeah, I agree. I mean, he's just kind of a, an afterthought and, you know, obviously Britton Covey's not going to be that guy or Greg Ward or, you know, whoever else you might want to think maybe Devin Allen. I mean, these guys, they got some speed, but they're, they're not the answers. Uh, it'd be, you know, everybody talks about Watkins' speed, especially Sirianni. He said, that's what we love about him because he's got speed, but you could go find speed. I mean, McCall Hardman. I was about to say McCall Hardman yeah. would been a good one too. He's got speed. You know, Judy can, Judy has some speed. Uh, You know, Renfro, I don't know what his speed's like, but, you know, these are guys that can get open and you can take advantage of a defense that's loading up to stop Smith or Brown or Goddard or one or or both of those guys. So, you know, uh, it's just something to keep an eye on. The trade deadline, of course, is Halloween at 4 p.m., October 31st. We've seen a lot of trades already. We've seen, I think, four trades. And, you know, I think it's only a matter of time before Howie gets, uh, you know, a deal that he's going to pull the trigger on. And it it could be a, a big deal. Um, like a uh Jeremy Chin, and the Bears keep losing, don't, don't rule out
0: Darnell Mooney either. I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of the guys the Eagles target either. Because if clearly they want speed in the wide receiver's uh, three spot, Darnell Mooney would fit that. And I think he needs a career uh, rejuvenation just like Jerry Judy does.
1: Yeah, but, Bears are playing better, though. There's no doubt. Bears are they won their last two games, Fields has played yeah. very well, so. You know that remains to be seen, but there's still a few games left to kind of figure it out for these teams. But right now, the Panthers are done; they're toast. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win a game this year. Sitting in the number one spot again next year, traded away to a team that wants Caleb Williams and is able to rebuild through the draft. But uh, they don't yeah.
0: have their pick. They have the Bears have it. That the Bryce Young trade. Yeah, they're done. Um, <laughs> they're, they're done in the first round. <laughs>
1: they're well, gonna get the, first the pick Bears get are going to have win. the first pick and maybe the second pick. Uh, depending on how the Bears finish. But, yeah, I, I didn't know that. But, yeah, the Panthers, are—they are, they're not real good. And, you know, already Miles Sanders is going to miss a game. And, you know, that offensive line is just not real good. And, uh, you know, Miles understands. And Miles really wanted to stay here talking to some people. You know, he knows how good he had it with this offensive line and with Jalen Hurts being that, you know, that X factor in the backfield. He didn't really want to go. But the Eagles just didn't want to pay him enough to make it, you know, enticing enough to stay, but he he wanted to stay. He really did. You know, he loved it here. He loved what he was playing behind. He's not stupid. He knew what he had blocking for him and what Jalen Hurts gave to him by opening up some holes. Um And now here he is hurt with some, I think it's a shoulder or an arm or something. And, you know, who knows how much longer uh it's going to be before he's back on the field. But um you know, the Eagles are doing fine with DeAndre Swift. You know, I I expect him to have a big role against the Jets uh, on Sunday, DeAndre Swift and Kenny doing Game. Better. Doing better. And maybe better Boston Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: even Shady McCoy saying, like, this is the first time I've seen him running my this since me. Like, if I should give him 25, like that. I didn't even think that myself. I thought, you know, looking at DeAndre Swift's career, it's kind of like Miles Sanders was with the Eagles. He was yeah. injured and inconsistent, but when he, when he flashed, he flashed. Uh, but then he comes to the Eagles and he, he's become LeSean McCoy overnight. It's insane. And I, and you know,
1: yeah. yeah, you're worried
0: ahead. about the usage. And even Nick Sirianni alluded you're worried about the usage because of Swift's injury history. But knock on wood, because so far so good, man. He looks fine.
1: Well, here's the thing about guys playing for next contract, which Swift is, is yeah. they have a tendency to overcome you know, some of the things that might have sidelined them. Uh, earlier in their career because they won another contract. Same with Sanders. He stayed healthy for all the games last year. Yeah. Gets his new deal and now he's hurt. So, you know, and, and I'm not saying he's not hurt. I mean, that offensive line probably is why he's hurt in Carolina. But, you know, you, you got to beware of guys that are hunting for an, another contract. You know, is this an anomaly or is Swift now going to stay injury free for the next three years? I mean, we don't know. And that's what you have to kind of weigh if you're Howie Roseman.
0: And people will say, well, he has Eagles offensive line. The Lions offensive line is top five too as well. There's yeah. no options over there in Detroit. Absolutely. But I was looking at the Panthers real quick because I know that they're going to be having a fire sale here. And I'm like, well, why don't we just bundle in a wide receiver with the I know that the Panthers are begging for wide receiver talent right now. Uh, but why don't we just, you know, DJ Sharks on a one-year deal? I'll take him as wide receiver three? I know that's not moving the needle much, but I mean, at least gets more better production than you do out of Quest Watkins and those Z. Uh, Zacchaeus, but I and I looked at Adam Thielen's contract and I was like, "What about Adam Thielen? Like that'd be a good veteran to have in there for security blanket." But man, they gave him ten million in year one. Yeah, the Panthers paid him. Never mind. But uh, hey, if you're gonna call the Panthers, get Jeremy Chin, throw in a wide receiver real quick. It was DJ Shark on that one year deal, and uh, let's use him as a rental a wide receiver three. I'll take it.
1: Well, I'd love to see a deal, and you don't see this in the NFL, but the Eagles could ship Quez Watkins and Jack Driscoll. Driscoll's the forgotten man on this offensive line. He hasn't played a single offensive line snap this year. He's buried behind Tyler Steen and Sua Opeta and Fred Jackson. He's not going to see the light of day. Panthers need offensive line help. Uh, Trade like Driscoll and Quez and get back. I know Dante Jackson. Is he a guy for the Panthers, a receiver, or Terrace Marshall? One of those guys, I mean, I, you Monta know, Jackson's
0: a corner, he's good for the Panthers, uh,
1: yeah. Okay, well, you know, maybe because you can give
0: him, him, yeah, they could use him for sure because yeah. he can play Nickel on the outside,
1: yeah. Send something like, you know, see like a multiplayer trade, you never see that, oh, but that's something that could work if you get Chin and uh Terrace Marshall, maybe. I mean, his career really hasn't taken off, but he was a guy the Eagles liked in the draft out of LSU. You know, maybe you do a two for two, and you throw the Panthers a draft pick as well to get those guys. I don't know. I mean, again, I, nobody really knows, but that would be so cool to see two players, four players in total, and a draft pick. You never see that, though. It never, for some reason, that's never done. Um, but that's an interesting point of view because you're right. You can't take Sue Pettit off the field right now
0: uh, after what he did against the Rams. He's clearly your backup guard when Cam Jurgens comes back. And good. they love Steen. Steen was a third-round pick. I know we haven't right. seen him on the field yet, but they also like Tom Johnson a lot, too, who they gave that contract to this offseason. Fred Johnson. Fred yeah. John- I always yeah. do that. I don't know why I do that <laughs> yeah. all the time. Fred right. Johnson. Yeah. So clearly, you're right. Draft Disco is, is really pushed down there, and he's had he's made valuable starts in this league. Yeah.
1: that 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 is a good trade commodity right there. And he's versatile. He can go guard-tackle. You know, they have Julian Good-Jones on the practice squad. I don't know much about him, but, you know, the Eagles like him enough to keep him on the practice squad, and he's a guy that can actually center the ball, um, you know, which is something that Driscoll has never done. But, you know, Julian Good-Jones is sitting there on a the practice squad, so I know you don't want to damage your offensive line depth, which would be a concern if you traded him away, but you have Julian Good-Jones who's on the practice squad who plays does the same thing as Driscoll at guard, and he can has center versatility, so... I don't know, to me, you know, and Driscoll is still on his rookie deal. So to me, I think he would have some value if you look to try to trade a Jack Driscoll, given the state of offensive line play in the league. I think he can play. I think he can start for a lot of teams. Um, So and get rid of Quez. I mean, obviously, it hasn't worked out here for him. Um, And, you know, those are two guys that could be dealt, maybe not in the same deal, but maybe independently of each other.
0: Interesting taste there. Interesting taste. All right, I actually have the Eagles winning uh, twenty eight to thirteen. Just so you know, because I know you gave your prediction earlier, but I don't, I don't see the Jets scoring more than thirteen. No way, no how. Even with Slay out, even with Evans out, even with Carter out, because I there's a one guy that we forgot to mention that is going to be playing for the Eagles. Who's been playing exceptional football this year, and I think, to me, in my opinion, is the main reason why they're so stout against the run. Jordan Davis, he's still yep. going to be out there. Yeah, so, and. I saw Jordan Davis and a bunch of Cox at that Phillies game going all excited and electric and stuff. They, they, if they could bring that energy into this game uh, on Sunday uh, that they, they received in Citizens Bank Park, shoo,
1: Eagles are win pretty well. Oh, and Jack yeah. Wilson
0: to be in hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And especially from the outside with Sweat and Reddick. And then you get the pressure up the middle. I mean, Wilson was sacked four times last week. The Eagles sacked Stafford five times. I know a lot of them were late, which is good. That's what you want. But, uh, I could see Wilson going down five or six times in this game. I could see them picking him off at
0: least twice too. Even yeah. without Slay. I I, I think they're going to get after him and get some interceptions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's a fun game. Uh, I didn't pick the Eagles last week against the Rams. Shame on me, but I'm definitely picking them this week against the Jets. And then we're going to buckle up for the big visit from the Miami Dolphins Super mm. Bowl 58 preview.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that one. That's how that game's going to be. You know, I saw the, the slack you got on Twitter for giving the Eagles the L. And even though you to find the reasons why you did pretty well, I thought, in my opinion. Uh, People aren't going to like me next week then because I'm worried about this Dolphin. I know that Lucky for the Eagles, their rookie, uh, Devin Ochan, who is lighting the league on fire, is not going to be out there, but they still have Rasheem Moser and they're getting Jeff Wilson back and uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and Chase Claypool should be active and ready, acclimated by then when it comes time to play the Eagles. So uh, it's going to be an interesting game for sure. And the Dolphins defense is no slouches either. We'll see how it goes. That's gonna be Funny one the game. But we'll Funny wait till next week. To, yeah, we'll wait till next week to discuss it a little bit more. Uh we both have the Eagles winning against the Jets. I actually think they're gonna beat the crap out of them uh and Zach Wilson pretty well. And uh to end the show, congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies You're going back to the NLCS. Uh, that team is a team of really dancing on my own. That that team, it, it the heart and soul of Philadelphia right now is that Philadelphia Phillies team because they just they're just they represent the town so well. Like that blue car mentality, like nobody likes us, we don't care. We weren't the top dogs, but we'll become the top dogs when it matters the most. Like that's that's Philadelphia right there for you. So hats off to the Phillies and what they're doing right now. I hope they win the World Series with this team and not how it ended like last year because Rob Thompson is one hell of a manager, I'll tell you right now. Um, Games one and that-
1: two in Philadelphia, Citizens Bank Park, Monday and Tuesday night against the Arizona Diamondbacks. That place is electric. These fans are so tied in. There's such a connection between the players on this team and the fans. Bryce Harper, um, it, you know, it's just been really, really fun to watch, especially at home. I mean, it's just out of control uh, at home. I would not want to be a, a visitor coming into that place. And especially
0: want- a young Arizona Diamondbacks team. Like yeah. congratulations to the Diamondbacks. I mean, they've accomplished so much this season and been way better than what anybody predicted them to be because it's such a young, talented team. But they have no, they have no idea what they're in for. When they that young team's in for when they come into Philadelphia these first two games. It's going to be an electric series, and I think the Phillies are going to win it handily and go back to the World Series and hopefully beat the Astros this time.
1: Yeah, or the Rangers. You never know. Could be the Astros. Probably be the Astros.
0: but uh, I, I'm leaning toward on the Astros. You never know, but I'm leaning more on no, the yeah. Astros. and I would like to yeah, see the yeah. Phillies beat the Astros this time, beat the crap out of them, and do yep. so. Especially for that kid. That, that one kid in the stands who turned his head to the old Astros man and laughed in his face. They got a win for that kid. <laughs> All right. All right, that's going to do it for us, guys. We'll see you early next week to, discuss, to recap this game and then to preview into that Miami game that we're, I'm a little worried about. So talk to you guys then. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for all the continued support. We'll see you all soon. For the ones who
1: work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.